The following opinions and ideas are that of the host and or contributors of the Eat This podcast and are for the purposes of general information and entertainment only and do not necessarily reflect the thoughts or ideas of the distributor. Broadcasting to the world from inside her closet and high above the streets of Toronto, this is Eat This with Leanne. Here's your host, registered nutritionist, Leanne Philipson. All nicely tucked up in your skull, weighing at a mere three pounds, your brain is essential to every breath, heartbeat, thought, memory, emotion, your touch, your motor skills, your vision, the temperature that you feel both internally and externally, every hunger pang and every single process that regulates your body. Yep, it's all controlled by your brain. Think of the brain as the most complex computer that controls every single bodily function. Now, as well as your brain, obviously we have our nervous system. We've talked before about the sympathetic nervous system and what's involved with all the stress that's going on that we perceive, which really these days is pretty much just about everything. And then there's also the parasympathetic nervous system, which does the opposite. It really prepares the body for rest. It also helps the digestive tract to move everything along so that our bodies can efficiently take in nutrients from the food that we eat. Now in episodes 86 and 88, we talked about the importance and really drilled down into the vagus nerve, which is a part of the parasympathetic nervous system, really, which pretty much oversees a huge array of the crucial bodily functions, including your mood, your immune response, your digestion, and your heart rate. Now, we know that there are so many influences on the brain, so many stimulus from light and sound, for instance. We talked about red light in episode 99 and 126. Then there's also stimulus from sound, the frequencies that come up from all sorts of sounds. Maybe it's something more relaxing, or it's the sound of the ocean, or birds chirping in the morning. Then there's the sudden sound that makes you jump and your heart rate (laughs) just feel like, just goes through the roof and feels like it's coming out of your chest. Now, yes, there are many things called brain waves that are going on. There's theta, beta, alpha, delta, well, probably a whole bunch more. I think our guest today is going to share so much more with us about that. But also our guest today, he's eloquently said that a symphony of brain waves is really what we need in order to be healthy and balanced. Now, Many of us, we live in a city, not up in the mountains, not necessarily on the water all the time, where these influences can be quite different. And I learned that because I researched our guests today. And what our brain does for us is actually quite unimaginable. Now, there's layers, complexities of the brain, how it works, and really us figuring out how can we do things better. Well, it's a worthwhile conversation, as all the conversations that we have, and especially with the rise of cognitive decline, the increase in mental health and illness, the never-ending stressors that just don't seem to, they just don't quit. And really now, it's happening from sunup to sundown, unlocking your brain's key potential in terms of biohacking, which is a bit of a series that I've been talking about over the past four episodes, I thought Finishing off with talking about the brain is a really great, I don't know, like a bow icing on, I'd say icing on the cake, Chris, but really, you know, I'm not, trying not to get cake? people. Where's cake? I know. I know. Exactly. I don't I'm trying smell not cake. To get people to eat too much sugar. So. If you have cake and you're hiding cake from me, Leanne Phillips, and then we're going to have an issue. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so today I've invited a recipient of the Lifetime Achievement Award by the Interdisciplinary Association of Functional Neuroscience and Rehab. Thank God they shortened that to IAFNR. Our guest today, he also has a career spanning more than three decades. Yes, we're going to talk to Dr. Patrick Porter, and he's been on the cutting edge of brainwave entrainment technology. 
He is the co-developer of the first personal light and sound brain training machine that was voted the best new gadget of the year way back in 1989 at the Consumer Electronics Show. So yes, he's been inventing for a long time. His newest brain training platform called BrainTap is distinctively designed to activate the brain's neuroplasticity. So yes, we can influence our brain. The BrainTap headset, which well, it uses light and sound technology in combination with Dr. Porter's proprietary guided visualization audio sessions to help people achieve what he calls brain fitness. Also, just to help you overcome stress, lose weight, stop smoking, manage pain, accelerate learning, enjoy superb sleep. Hello. Yes, please. Of late with all these hot flashes I keep having and make any number of lifestyle improvements. Dr. Porter is widely recognized as an award-winning author, educator, consultant, researcher, entrepreneur, and speaker. Wow. We are thrilled to have Dr. Porter with us today. So thank you so much for being here and welcome to Eat This with Leanne. Yeah, it's great to be here. Okay, so tell us, how did you become an expert on the brain and brainwave entrainment? I find that (laughs) such a great word. I love it. And like, what's your mission with this work? Because there's so much to it. It's just fascinating. Yeah, my mission is to better a billion brains. And uh, mm. luckily, the Maharishi said, you don't need to get to a billion. You can do uh, one in one every every hundred. So I guess anywhere between, you know, whatever we can do. I think if we change people's stress out there, we're going to change people's lives and we're going to change the world. Myself, I started at 12, mainly because my dad was an alcoholic and he got help using a product called the Silva Method. <clears throat> which is a meditation process. So I was brought up doing the Silva method using something called isochronic tones, which they called the Silva method sound. It was a guided meditation using the sound. Oh. And so I've always been doing it. And then I went to school for electronics, but I still kept up with my dad on the weekends. You know, when you have a, a dad that's doing seminars, you're setting up chairs. And if they don't get enough people, I'm sitting in the chairs. I probably took it a hundred times or more. The uh, But in the process, I st- he started having me do the seminar. And I liked it. So I, I thought it started thinking, wow, let me let me get out there and start uh, doing my own thing. And uh, so I went to school for electronics and this let me build something out of my my fun time was actually meditating, learning, you know, personal enrichment, improvement. So it kind of let me put the two together. <clears throat> and then, you know, all the way till now of having just and an, just in such an inspiring story and having impacted so many lives. Are, how are you going to count to a billion when you get to the billion people? <laughs> well, well, one of the nice things is that we have uh, doctors and uh, clinics in India and in China, so we can make that number. In America alone, we couldn't make that number, obviously. The um, But we have we really work hard with a group called the uh, All Indian Institute of Medical Sciences. It's like they're MIT, but they have six of them around the country. And they're constantly doing research. So we're constantly getting, um, you know, things published about what BrainTap does. And I think as we we show all the, we just finished a, a really incredible study down in Brazil, even where we beat out opioids in three different studies for pain yes. control. So uh, the Brazilian government actually paid a quarter million dollars for the studies to prove because they want to get rid of opioids. There's such a bad problem, you know, with people being addicted to them. And we showed that if as long as they did one brain tap session a day, they could have the same or better results than opioids without any negative side effects. Over how long of a period? The study was for six weeks. They're going to continue on. About the third or fourth week is when um, the people started to get results. We, We found about... Uh, 50% of the people almost right away were able to be pain-free between sessions, which means once a day. It took about six weeks for the 90% to get there. There's 10% that that will feel pain-free during the session, but then the pain comes back to some degree while they're not listening. When we call it brain fitness is because we can train the brain for pain, just so the listeners understand Pain is only registered in the brain in a brainwave state called delta uh, beta, which is our wide awake state. So the more stressed a person is, the worse pain becomes. Mm. So if if we can lower stress, we can lower pain. Wow, that's incredible. And we actually just did Mm. an episode with Dr. Davis Brockenshire. And I had reached out to BrainTap even before his glowing review on (laughs) about BrainTap, didn't he, Chris? He was... He was just said how absolutely phenomenal it was. He had done a a flight, I think, wasn't it, Chris? Yes, he was up for anywhere from 36 to 48 straight hours. 
And by sitting back on the plane on his ride home with a, just a, a session on brain tap, it actually gave him the equivalent of a few hours sleep, even though he wasn't actually sleeping. Yeah. So it's what it's doing is every brainwave we have, think of it like a Wi-Fi network. It's actually triggering the body to produce those neurotransmitters we need to, to feel good. That's why if we don't sleep, if you're not sleeping, you're not making the neurotransmitters. So you can't think well, you can't act well, you can't perform well. And it's really, really accelerate mental mental stability. It will accelerate into anxiety, dementia. Uh, and this is really a brain imbalance problem. If we can keep the brain balanced and we can keep the stress levels low, yeah. then there's no reason that people um, you know, have to be on all these SSRIs and things that they take that that are really designed for short-term use. I mean, there's never there's no SSRI that's out there that is prescribed for long-term use. They're all told you're going to use them for 21 to 28 days, and then you're going to get off them. But I mean, I know I know hundreds of people that once they're on them, it's easy to get on them, but difficult to get off. The brain is really lazy. It says, wow, you're going to make that neurotransmitter for me, or you're going to hold those that serotonin for me. I'm just going to stop making it. And so it's really not good for the brain. Talked about this on the podcast many times. My daughter, um, who's 16, having having been in you know mental health crisis certainly for throughout most of COVID, then she was put on medication, and they keep on increasing it because it actually, you know, sort of becomes not so effective, so increases. So I'm super keen to try the you know to try this out with her and also just see. But I think what you said about people being on this for a long period of time. There's no discussion of sort of coming off. There's probably a, there would be a tremendous amount of fear in feeling like you're going backwards in coming off any any type of medication. I can only imagine the same thing to do with pain. So mm -hmm. if you're on pain medication and that is what's keeping you going, thinking that you can get off of it, I mean, there's a tremendous amount of fear underlying both situations because you know mental health or physical uh, physical health would both be the same thing. I, I would really encourage everyone to go to their doctor. And if you don't have a doctor that will help you get off them, find one that will, because really now they're advice. realizing it. But the problem is the side effects. If they didn't have all those side effects, I'd be all for them. The problem is it's a different kind of pause in the brain. So we need to get the brain doing its own. And one of the things I we always recommend, there's three waves to wellness. So as we get into this today, yeah. the first wave is nutrition. You can't outthink a bad diet. So as much as I love brain tap and doing brain fitness, it, yep. we got into this because my mother, who didn't live past 49, unfortunately, but she was really into health. And we, we grew up in Battle Creek, Michigan, the world's first health food store, you know, Dr. Kellogg and all that. We ate healthy and we went from being spastic, ADD kids to people going, how come the porters are so smart? And like, well, it's because we eat right, you know, and then we got into the mental side of it with, uh, you know, when you take away the sugars and the dyes and all of that. And then I think you need to get the body moving and breathing. We got into sports. So you, and I always tell people, you got to do something for your body to keep it moving, like yoga, Tai Chi, martial, you know, uh, dancing even. I mean, just shut the shades, turn on the music, dance. And you yeah, can't, you can't dance without breathing and then do some <laughs> kind of mental fitness. So, you know, and that's where we come in with brain tap. But I think the problem is if you're under stress like that, yeah. like you're talking about your daughter, if you're under severe stress and mental strain, your gut is not going to work right. And the, the gut-brain connection is so important. So that's why even the, uh, Valerie Hunt out of uh, Cal University, she's passed away now, but she did an experiment with people praying over their food. And she didn't care what they prayed about, you know, just calm down and pray. Okay. And then she did an experiment with people just doing a, some breathing, relaxation techniques before they before they ate. And they were getting similar results. The food would digest better. They would metab metabolize much more. So wow. even that is to get the nutrition out of the food, we need to calm our bodies down, yeah. repair it. So, you know, prayer was a way we did that without knowing, you know, that that was what we were doing. You know, prayer, intention, take a breath, all of those kind of things I think um, everybody needs to do. Nobody ever digested their burger while they're running from a bear. So it's just not going to happen, right? It just doesn't. Yeah, depending how good the burger was, I'd be willing to give it a try, though. Of course you yeah. would, Chris. <clears throat> Oh, 
Okay, so just to take a step back, could you explain the term brainwave entrainment? So we kind of get that foundation. Everybody right. understands. I'll, that. I'll talk about six brainwaves that that are Excellent. primary to, to our conversation. Um, where we're talking right now is mostly in a beta brainwave. Hopefully, okay. where nobody's falling asleep on us. Yes. And uh, it's a, we call this the reactionary brain because the, this this is where when we're out in the world, we just somebody throws a ball at us, we put our hand up, we catch it, or you know whatever's going on. Those are it's we're all reacting to the situation. Now that's good, but it's bad. In this cycle of brainwave activity, it's all electrical. So when we're measuring our heart through heart rate variability, that's magnetic. You can measure that up to 18 feet away. With the EEG uh, or the with a brain, we have to put something on the brain to measure it. So that's why a lot of people don't know about it. Most people don't have a problem with beta, although there are some underperforming brains. Mm-hmm. This like a narcoleptic person or something like that, that the brain okay. isn't performing. Yeah. But the problem is when beta gets out of control, like what happened during COVID, the dopamine addiction that we have out there, dopamine can lead to other addictions too, and can lead to mood swings because like playing video games, for instance, as an example, that's a beta process, especially single shooter and these kind of crazy games that I don't recommend, but people do play in the, your brain. If you saw somebody's brain after playing them, you wouldn't have them play them. You wouldn't have your, or you would limit their play. Like if my grandson comes over, we say, you can do a, you can do an hour on your gaming, but then you got to do a 20 minute brain test because I want to get his brain back. And, and, yeah. We and, can and, measure their brain. You know, it's, it's really key how we do that. Drop down one between that. There's one called alpha. Alpha is one where most people know about it because that's the one we go to when we meditate. And like when we're out with friends or family having fun and the old Jim Croce song, we never have enough time to do the things we want to do once we find them. That's because when we're doing those things we love to do, there's no time. Time gets suspended. The only place time really works for our for our consciousness is in beta. We, we have our clocks, we have our time. But when we get into alpha and the other brainwave states that I'm going to talk about, Time is suspended. Like, uh, for instance, if we get into theta, some people have a dream right before they wake up. You might have had one this morning, even somebody listening. Most of us have been trapped in a dream before, right? We've been trapped and we couldn't get out of it. Then finally we wake up and go, I'm glad that was a dream. You know, but the the reality is that the average dream lasts seven seconds. So when you think, yes. So you could live a life in seven seconds in your dreams. The whole experience about consciousness, our brain and how we operate See, the brain doesn't organize things the way we do at a conscious level. That's why people start losing their their wits under stress, right? When you're under stress, you don't make the same decisions. You don't, or when you're drinking too much or doing drugs, those kind of things, because it's all about cognitive decline that happens. Now, theta, which is that place where you have that lucid kind of dreaming, that state we call the uh, inventive mind, because that's where all the inventors, past, present, and probably future, they kind of get information from that place. Edison, Einstein, uh, all these people, they all said that they would go into this dream state and they get answers to their problems because we have the world's greatest computer, a 400, you know, 100 billion neurobit processor that's capable of doing all these things. I mean, if people can play chess in their head, that always blows me away when I'm, I, I find two people playing chess, they don't have a chessboard, but they keep it all in their head. That's because our brain is so powerful if we can learn to use it. Yeah. Now, between alpha we call the intuitive mind so if you're using that part of your mind if you're one of those people that seems to be a problem solver very intuitive that's super uh it's a relaxed state but between alpha and beta there's one called smr this is the sensory motor rhythm this is where we our distributor system or our balance is and as we get older or like to tell people as we get better looking more intelligent with age certain things certain things happen to us we start to lose this cognitive function that's the brainwave that brings memories back. So if you can, it's the it's really controlled by the hippocampus because that's the part of our brain that takes short-term memories, makes them long-term memories, and vice versa, those long-term memories make some short-term memories. So under stress, that brainwave suffers the greatest. But the real problem in the world today is in Delta. That's the sleeping, the, the sleeping yes. one. And the problem isn't that they don't have enough Delta. The problem is they have too much Delta. In 30,000 brains that we've scanned over the last 10 years, most of the world is running around with high states of Delta while they're awake. Uh, You probably heard the expression, the masses are asleep. We've kind of proved that. Over 70% of of most brains we scan at conferences are operating in Delta, which means they have high inflammation Mm -hmm. or some kind of TBI 
some kind of mental disturbance that's causing their brain. What the brain is trying to do is trying to shut down. You know, the average person used to sleep 100 years ago, used to sleep 12 hours a day. I don't know about you, but I haven't seen that in a long time. No, you know, the, most people the, are quite so, proud of their four hours of sleep. At yeah. night, and they think that they're managing to get it all done because they're, you know, how do you survive on that much sleep with just a lot of coffee? One more brainwave and then we can move on to something. Mm. Uh, gamma, which is getting a lot of publicity right now because they talk about gamma is like the bass drum to the brain. It also, when it, uh, there used to be an old commercial where the lady would sing and break a glass, you know, and it was Memorex, the same, they'd play oh, it yes. on a cassette and, and you know, yeah. that, that residency is what broke that glass, right? Well, okay. think of gamma, like the residency of that woman singing, breaking amyloid plaque in the brain and clearing out the brain. So we have better brain function as we age. And uh, Lou Tai, who did the research at MIT, they have a really great program they get 6% on average gamma. So I made a visit to her lab up at uh, up at MIT yeah. uh, with my science officer. And I said, have you ever thought about something like this? And I showed him our helmet. She goes, well, what's that going to do? It looks like a toy. And I said, well, we get 21% gamma on every session without even training for gamma. And what? she hardly believed it. So I left her, I left two of them behind. She She confirmed what I had said. Yeah. And the next time that she was asked, what's their competition? She said, a little headset that cost $640. We didn't know we were doing, we didn't even know we were doing gamma. You know, back when I started, there was no neuro anything. I mean, we were like the beginning of time. I was with a group called Light and Sound Research, and we would bring in people like Ann Wise, who was like the world's expert at uh, EEG at the time. She She traveled the world measuring people's brains. Yeah. And we started to realize that there actually are 16 different brainwaves. I just talked about six of them, but there's, yeah. there's these different brainwaves that people have. And she found out that there's a certain pattern that master brainwaves have. Like if you were a master of industry, if you were a captain of the football team, let's say, or yeah. uh, the okay. team, whatever it is, you have a, you have a certain brainwave. So those brainwaves, is there a, a rhythm and a flow to them throughout the day, kind of in your day-to-day -day life? Are you in one place in the morning, one place lunchtime, evening, or are you just kind of like stressed all day long? That's a great I mean, question. I mean, there is that, of course. <laughs> That's like, a great question. So it's normal for our brain to cycle. Um, okay. Just to give you an idea, I'll start in the afternoon because it will make sense with what I'm saying. Every afternoon around two o'clock, wherever you're at in the world, your temperature is going to drop two degrees. That's why people rush out and get coffee, tea, and chocolate. Not because they're hungry or thirsty or tired. It's because their body's saying it's time to take a nap. These bodies were designed <laughs> to live in the Serengeti, right? You know, it, when I was in kindergarten, I used to look forward to that nap. And when I got older, I was told, hey, don't don't nap. You're being lazy. Yeah, but, unless you but need to Spain or somewhere like that where they right? still have a siesta. Right. Our body really does need that because what happens when we wake up, we, we have a profile of our brainwave. Some people call it brain mapping. You can get those done. The ideal is to wake up in the morning with a high degree of alpha beta activity. Okay. They're 45 percent beta, 30 percent alpha. This gives you the ability to almost be I call it Tai Chi for the mind. You You can react, but you still have that interact where you can be intuitive. You know, like the, the master doesn't just react to everything. You know, they're they're kind of sitting back. They get the solution. You know, at least that's how it works in the movies. And we want it. We want it to work that way. <laughs> we want it to work that way in life. But as we use the beta beta, anytime we use beta and alpha just to us to a similar degree, we're going to use energy. And part of what the brain waves do, they help to add into something called biophotonic exchange. Yeah. Every cell in the body is being programmed or reprogrammed by everything you can think of, your environment, your words, your food, your everything through epigenetics. And the reason that you couldn't, they couldn't map out the human genome, you know, they, they all celebrated this 1% of the human genome they map, you know, right. wow, that's great. What if I answered 1% of my questions for my driver's test? I don't think they'd give me my driver's license, <laughs> <No>. you know, <laughs> but, but these guys are celebrating, works. these guys are celebrating it. Well, the reason they couldn't do it was back in 2003, we didn't have the technology. Now we know that every genetic pair is changing every 40 seconds based on epigenetics. So when we're talking about these brainwaves, they change your epigenetics. They change who you show up as. So it's very normal during the day to wake up with a high, you should now two thirds of America isn't sleeping, right? And I think that could translate right. to the world today. Sure. But then the, in the process, if we wake up in a high degree of Delta, what that's telling us is we are, it's like pulling a parachute 
throughout the day. And at the end of the day, when you get to your couch, your your chair yeah. to sit down, relax, next thing you know, you're sleeping. But yeah. if you're one of those people, you have a dysregulated brain. Now at night, we should have 70% delta, like right before sleep. That'd be perfect. <laughs> you know, we go to sleep, we yeah. recharge. So we have sessions for going to sleep, which we train the brain to go into a deep state of delta. Mm-hmm. And we have sessions that, that train for that SMR training. We call it digital coffee in the morning to wake the brain up. In a lot of my lectures, that you, the little reels we do and things like that now, uh, I'm explaining what we call brainwave symphony because we have a symphony of brainwaves. No one brainwave is ever active alone. If you only have one single brainwave, you usually have a mental disorder. Uh, okay. Give you an example. when If you were autistic, I could guarantee you, I would bet all of Chris's money on, uh, <laughs> on, the, on, the, on the fact that they have little or no alpha activity, right? Because alpha, when we did a study with uh, Joaquina Handy out of California, and we found that once we got the autistic children up to about 23 to 25% alpha activity, they mm-hmm. began to speak. Non-speaking kids? Yes, non-speaking. She's a speech wow. pathologist. So for the average person that wants to know where their brain activity is at i mean you from the explanation that you've just given us you might you could probably figure out between whether it's playing the video games or is is would that equate to just being on your phone for a long period of time you can, and, you and can, scrolling those kind of things that yes will alter. we did a study we did a study in provo utah with a group called fusion health and they were doing um uh amino acids for the brain for addiction mm-hmm. and they were getting phenomenal results and uh I said, well, I think we could help you getting better results. I go, what do you mean? I said, we'll have them do brain tap while they're doing it, while they're on the IV. And we did an experiment where we could measure it through urine analysis. And we found out they were absorbing 30% more nutrients while they were doing brain tap. Because what they were doing other than that was they were doing their phone. So they're stressing out, answering emails, texts, you know, whatever. So when we could get them to reboot by doing a relaxation session at the same time doing an IV, the body would absorb it. So there's a big there's a big difference there. A lot of times we just want to get out of the state we're in, like we're stressed out, we're angry, we're upset, whatever. So you want to go do something, but unfortunately a lot of those things we go do are negative. (laughs) So, so, I mean, if they were, if they always pick positive things, like I'm going for a run, I'm going for a walk, I'm going to go do yoga. (laughs) You know, they they don't usually do those things. They they usually go, I'm going to go have a drink. I'm going to go smoke a joint. I'm going to do whatever. And they, that, that kind of screws them all up. Yep, go and go and find the the food of choice for comfort, mm-hmm. cookie, right. donut, something sweet because you're looking for that instant gratification or that instant lift from where yeah. you're at. I think right now because we've talked about brain tap quite a bit and I'm more familiar with it because obviously I've done more research for that, but for our lovely loyal listeners, can you please explain the brain tap and its brilliance and all of that? So and then because everybody's probably halted on what is this thing that he's talking about? <laughs> yeah. Well, brain tap is a is an app that you can use on your phone. And by by the way, the Brazilian study was all done through the audio only. Oh. So uh, we wanted to show that you didn't have to buy the headset to get the results. Great. It just takes longer. Okay. It takes about twice as long to get those results, but you can still get them. So you can get Fabulous. the app, you can start using it. And what happens is every time you listen, you get a different brainwave profile. But instead of like neurofeedback, where you have to do something, even though you don't think you're doing anything, you're just sitting there looking, maybe you're watching sailboats. or and I'm only saying this because some people have probably been through neurofeedback. Neurofeedback has never had a study. And I put out $1,000 to people. I said, hey, you bring me a study that shows me neurofeedback has worked past the time when you paid for the 40 sessions. Right. I'll give you $1,000. The problem is it's like going to the gym and we go work out. We have a great trainer. And then we go, you know, I'm tired of paying this guy $100. I'm going to do, right. I'm going to train myself. And then you realize you forget going to the gym because you don't have that pressure anymore. Yeah. You know, so neuro training is really good if you own the equipment. The problem is it's $27,000 typically. But what we can do is when you talked about what can people do today with, with brain tap, you just put it on, follow the sequence. There's a sequence to every one of them. And like our power user access, we have all these different levels. Uh, they, they start at number one and go through them. They're going to okay. train the brain to do that in the, uh, but this with brain tap, we're going to use sound. We're going to use isochronic tones and binaural beats. What that is uh, the best example I can give is let's say that you were all out to dinner Yep. We're having a conversation and somebody three tables over says something about, 
wow, I'm doing this podcast. And because they say the word podcast, because we're all doing podcasts, that's in the top of our mind. We hear podcast three tables away, but we don't hear anything else. Mm. Or they say the name of your sports team you like or something okay. like that. All those things, that that's your reticular activating system. Yes. And so they call it the default mode network too, depending upon who you're talking to. So in, in the in the process, that's always scanning your environment. So that is actually picking up light, sound, and vibration. Now we make it into computer screens, we make it into the sun, we make it into clouds and trees and other people. But the reality is, as information goes, it's all just light, sound, and vibration. Mm-hmm. At the core of everything, everything's the same. You know, if we the, when we drill down like that power of 10 video that, that people probably have seen. So in the process, what we're doing is we're going to use sound to trigger this primitive brain. And we're going to get it with a frequency. They now know that certain frequencies can cause our body to have a feeling as if we're in those environments. Give you an example. Do you like going to the ocean and, and hearing Absolutely. the waves? Absolutely. Okay. I love to sail. It's a right. favorite thing to do. So, so when you're when you're on that on the water, you're hearing yep. the waves, listening, watching the light. Yep. You're actually in a isochronic tone generator. That water actually vibrates at a resonant frequency of ten hertz. So your right. body then matches that frequency. You know, like some people say, I don't get a good vibe about that person. Well, mm. intuitively, they knew we if we had listened to that more, we probably wouldn't have as much trouble in our world. <laughs> but but in the in the process, we are always vibrating and teeming with energy. So we're going to use Absolutely. sound to do that. Yeah. And what happens is the cells, every cell has just like if 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 you were a child and you were in danger, you would curl up in a ball, right? Well, every cell does that. They call it the cell danger response when it's hit by certain frequencies. So healing frequencies, it opens up and become, hey, I'm here. This is great. But let's say we're getting hit by 5G frequency and we have no way to mitigate it. So that's 50 million pulses per second hitting the cell. The cell is trying to figure out what does that mean? Because when it gets a frequency from the sun, let's say it gets a red light frequency of 650 nanometers, which is healing to the body. And it says, oh, come on in here. My my cells love this. Feed my cells this light. But then it will absorb and use that light energy. What we've done is we've taken sound, what they've done for since the 1800s, and balanced the brain with it. We're going to use isochronic tones, which are a mono frequency. So you can use that in an open room. Some people use our our app just beside their bed and they go to sleep with it. But we recommend earphones because that's going to work even better. Got it. And then we've mirrored that with 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 uh, what we call binaural beats. Now, I'll explain binaural beats because some people might not know. But it's yeah. That's let's great. say that we want to go alpha. We were talking about that just a second ago. Ten yep. hertz frequency. I'd put a three hundred hertz frequency in one ear mm-hmm. and a three hundred ten hertz frequency in the other. Yeah. The brain would not hear either of those. It would hear a phantom sound of 10 hertz. Believe it or not, you're doing that all the time. What you think you're hearing in the world is not what you're hearing in the world. You're hearing what your brain in its position in space and time are developing. That's why, you know, when somebody listens to headphones, they have Bose or Apple or whatever. That's why there's so many different pairs of headphones, because not everybody has the same hearing. Everybody had the same exact hearing and the same exact way to hear things. We can come out with a perfect headphone <laughs> and everybody wow, would like that's it. That's amazing. Yeah. So also through our eyes, we do the same thing. Now, mm-hmm. some people go, why do you use the lights in the eyes? Well, have you ever been to a lecture and you couldn't hear the lecturer, but then you moved your line of sight. Now you finally can see the lecture. Now you can hear them. And it takes it in. Yes. yes. And I'm that's just going to because... pause you there for a second, because okay. if people have not seen the unit, oh. it is a headset. And then it's also goggles. Basically, these lights in the eyes. They flash because if we keep the eyes active, what happens to most people, if I was to put the average person who's never meditated, put them on a QEG, tell them to close their eyes, immediately they're going to start a sleep cycle. They're going to fall asleep. That's why if you've ever been to the symphony and, you know, you're looking around, half the people are sleeping for $250 a a night, you know, (laughs) they don't don't realize that's more expensive than the Holiday Inn, right? But the problem is the music was relaxing. It was alpha. That's broke classical music. That's 10 hertz frequency. Okay. They're not used to being there. So the brain is trying to escape. So in this case, it will escape to sleep. Sometimes if you're listening to Metallica, you're going to usually escape to action. You know, you're going to go do something. Hopefully, it's a very, very different different effect. When I fall asleep uh, to my wife's favorite uh, movie, The Notebook, it's actually, I'm really (laughs) enjoying it. It's just my brain's not been there very often and it's trying to escape. Is that what it is? I'm actually in an alpha (laughs) tone. 
So I just, I'm just I'm trying to figure out a way to explain to her why I keep falling asleep during the notebook. <laughs> yeah, and you well, don't get elbows if, saying, come on, watch with me. <laughs> yeah, part of it is if it, there's a saying that Buddha had over 5,000 years ago. He said, all unhappiness stems from unfavorable comparisons. So I don't know if that plays in there. <laughs> That's an interesting way to look at it. Okay. <laughs> the, the brain, your brain is always trying to figure it out. Like when we watch a movie, believe it or not, we're always going to take, we're going to be one of those people in that movie. We're either going to be Freddy Krueger chasing them down or we're going to be being chased by Freddy Krueger. Or if you're watching The Notebook, you're either going to be the doctor trying to solve the problem or, you know, one of the lovers, you know, right. you're going to die in each other's arms. And I hope I didn't give that away if you haven't seen that all the way to the end. <laughs> no, Chris has not seen the end. That was a spoiler alert because he always falls asleep. They die? Really? Oh. <laughs> Any information and details expressed during this podcast can be found at SproutWrite.com or LeannePhillipson.com. So with the brain tap, you have the headphones on and then the light is, you've got your eyes closed and the light's kind of coming, coming into your brain. And the combination of the two of those, if you have the headset and you've just said that you can just use your own headphones, that's the impact. That's the beauty of what it is. But I've listened to a few of them, a few of the uh, of the meditations. Is that what you call mm -hmm. them? Um, and yeah. it's your voice, which is tremendous. And and really, what I found is there's there's a lot of um, hypnotic suggestions that you're speaking about with the ones that I've listened to as well, which is. You know, it's very cool because I can hear the music in the background. You know, I was listening, actively listening yeah. to say, like, what is this? What's happening here? And, you know, before we had our discussion. So there's the power of suggestion. You know, there's the opportunity for everything that you're recommending, you know, focus during your day, um, you know, health, making healthy choices and things like that, which I think is tremendous. All the while you've got the the music and or the beats and the and the frequency going on. So and you're just sitting down and relaxing right. so it's like it's almost like a workout that's why we call it brain fitness because we can measure yeah. we can measure that um the electrical activity or the energy exchange also for people that haven't seen it there's lights in the ears too so oh. when people go why do you have lights in the ears every cell of our body has something called a chromoform which mm -hmm. is a little battery and that that battery is absorbing energy in this in this it, of course from nutrients and things too but from light sound and vibration so when we put it in the ears, that's when we found out with the autistic children, because they couldn't listen the same way that we listen. So we had to speak to them in frequency, not in not in words. So we have a lot of sessions that are just music, frequency, and, you know, it's just a light and okay. sound journey with no words. The body's being instructed by the frequency response, just like you'd be instructed unconsciously when you go to the beach and you sit down to relax or if you're okay. going to the mountaintop like a lot of people go they they, they think uh, yoga meditating you know a yogi in the mountains they yes. want to get there well that yogi in the mountains is actually meditating at some point in hertz frequency they're already in a deep level of theta before because they even they're start. in the mountains yeah because they're in the mountains and the mountains ah. has that frequency okay so different frequency from the water from while i'm out sailing or just down on the beach to just being in a different place in a mountaintop. Now, what if you're in the middle of, you know, Times Square, New York City? That's probably 22 cycles per second. That's a high, a high anxiety. Yes. There are certain people. I remember when I lived in California, I used to live in the Bay Area, and I took a group to New York to an event. And yes. one of my friends wanted to go. She runs horses in Livermore, which is like country USA. Yep. And uh, I said, you know, we're going to, it's going to be, she wanted to really go see the shows, get in. She literally got sick the first yes. day. She went home. She could not handle all of that activity because she was so used to being out with her horses and just mm -hmm. kind of having a lazy, relaxing day. And it was just too much energy for her. So when she got bombarded with that beta, her brain, she wanted to escape. There's nowhere to escape in New York, right? No. You, even you go into your hotel room, you're going to see out the window, you're going to all the craziness that's out there. So, uh, And yeah, in that high beta, would that have suppressed her immune system? Oh, yes. Yeah. Right. There's something called psychoimmunology that is really big right now. They've shown that people in fear, anxiety, and frustration, mm. their immune system doesn't work as well. We have a thinking immune system. Yes. So it's it's all the time absorbing. The other side of it is that we know that we project light. You know, it's not just we we receive light from the sun. Yes. You probably know Tom Brady, right? The football yeah. player. Well, he has clothing called TB12. That clothing was designed by our by our science officer. 
And what he what he did was he put ceramics into the clothing. And the reason for that is we all emit 810 nanometer light, 810 to 860 nanometer light. Yeah. And what he did for Tom Brady just put his name on it. He doesn't tell people about the science because all he has to do is say, hey, I'm Tom Brady. I'm wearing this clothes. I'm 40 years old. Look right. at me. You know, but yes. the reality is. Everybody that, wants it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Marketing what's, 101. <laughs> yeah. yeah what, what's really happening is our own body's infrared light is shining back. What they, a study they just did that my science officer is finding so we can get, use it, copies of it, okay. is that um, when somebody's in a state of grace and love, forgiveness, in a, in a good space, in other words, yeah. they actually give off 200 times more light wow. than people who are in a state of depression, fear, anxiety. Mm -hmm. So when you think about what happened during COVID, I mean, everybody's light got dampened. Yes. Because we weren't interacting, we weren't outside, we weren't doing the things we love to do, and that crushes our soul. So we, we need to get out there and start doing it. And that's why light, sound, and vibration is so important, eating healthy. All these things are so important right now that we take back our health mm -hmm. just so that we can feel good. You know, the, most people yeah. are feeling so bad, they don't know how to feel good. We live in an energy economy. And as we soon do. as people understand that, if you can, whatever you do, you're increasing or decreasing your energy. You're either making a deposit or a withdrawal. So yeah. if you want to go out and have a couple of drinks, then you go out and have a couple of drinks, but know that your body's going to, you're going to have to make a deposit right. you know, to, to make up for that. And um, some people it's different foods. So I think that the, the, the reality is that we have to, as I said before, we have to look at every day. That's why biohackers are so big right now for I us. Know. Even like we, our, we did a dementia study where we showed 49% improvement in neuroplasticity in six weeks. And then we went to India and we showed that you could do this with pranayama breathing. You could do the same thing. So there's what I like to do is take ancient traditions and make modern technology out of them because you can That's do incredible. it. They're, the yogis are doing it right now. And yeah. as another example, just so listeners know from the different perspectives, we did a psilocybin study with a Dr. Uh, Rosenthal, he had a group of soldiers that did come back and they were suffering from PTSD. Yeah. And he said, we want to do a psilocybin. We want to use brain tap. What do you think? And I said, well, I've never done anything with gamma. And what's so psilocybin for anyone that doesn't? It's mushrooms. That's, so yeah. it's a plant-based medicine that, but there were a group of them that said, I don't want to take that. I'm, I'm on, I'm an AA or whatever, you know, I'm, I'm drug free. I don't want to do this. So what we did was we measured the brains of those people doing a psilocybin. And then I developed some brain tap sessions and found out that they were high gamma. So those are on our app now. People are having a psilocybin trip without a psilocybin. Even cabinoids like the CM CBD and all that, that's yeah. just your brain's reaction to a substance. Your brain is reacting to it. So your brain can do it if you get the right triggers. You know, so what we're doing is we're doing it, we're triggering it through, and that's why the Brazil study, they're calling it a digital drug. Can you speak to mental health, mental wellness? And this is something that I've heard in the journey that I've had with my daughter. I don't know that a doctor has necessarily said this, it's probably come out come out from a psychiatrist or someone, that there's a chemical imbalance in in mental health sufferers. Each of those brain I'm talking about are responsible for instructing different chemical reactions in the body. Okay. So if your brain waves are off, your neurochemistry is going to be off. Right. Uh, for instance, beta is the serotonin. Uh, I mean, I'm sorry, delta is serotonin. So people that have high delta are producing, overproducing serotonin. Then they're giving them prescription drugs to hold the serotonin in their brain, which is to me, counter, counterproductive. Right. But the, uh, if they get into um, alpha, for instance, that's acetylcholine. Yep. That's the feel good. That's why we like mm -hmm. to do those hobbies. And we'll right. spend all of our money on those hobbies because we get that neurochemical release. Right. Um, when, we, when we get into theta, there's something called GABA that is released. GABA is the precursor to DMT. So if you want to have a spiritual experience, you want to have a deep, meaningful journey, mm -hmm produce more theta. You know, people do lucid dreaming, get into those. Now, these are all natural to our body all the time. We need each of these neurotransmitters every day. Okay. So the problem yeah. is, though, when, when we use them up because of stress or we're not getting enough sleep, and I would say sleep is the cornerstone of all of these things, mm -hmm. you know, that that's why one of our pillars is sleep better, Yeah. Um, is that if we get people sleeping better, then the innate intelligence of the body takes over and can produce all those neurochemicals. When you think a thought, like if I said to you, I want you to think of your favorite vacation. Okay. Okay. When you thought of that vacation, you thought of a picture of sounds, experiences, all of that. You actually went to more than nine places in your brain to get all that information. 
and it wasn't in the right hemisphere or the left hemisphere, it was in both. It, was, it had to flow through the hippocampus. It had to, all of this neuroactivity had to happen. Your, your brain literally lit up for a moment because that yep. was a positive memory and it was probably easy to get. Right. And hopefully yep. the negative ones are a little harder to get. But it, every time you bring up a memory, we revivify it. We all know people that say, I've been in therapy for 10 years. I go, God, for what? My yeah. God, you, you're not even the same person three days from now. Who are you 10 years from now? But if you go there and you keep talking about your past, you keep bringing, that's the revivication. We keep bringing it to life. That, well, that's so, what Joe Dispenza talks about. That's yes. the cornerstone of what, you know, what he does. I was listening to him earlier in the week and every morning he talks about you get up and then what you're, you're I can't remember the, his turn of phrase, but you know, you're wired and you're ready to go and you're thinking about all the things and you, what do you do? You pick up your phone and you don't even think about it. Then you're under stress and then <laughs> the blue light and then, you know, and then, and then, 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 you, you know, it kind of makes you think, oh, what am I supposed to do in the morning? Well, I right. think now you're supposed to, you know, put your headphones in to want to do one of the uh, brain tap right. <laughs> sessions yeah. for sure before you hit the coffee pot or anything else like that. So yeah, I always tell people if you drink coffee before 10 o'clock, you probably have a, a problem with your, your nervous way. system isn't functioning because uh -oh. you just slept all night long. Why do you need energy? <laughs> I mean, you're in bed. I mean, you would, it seems better that you might need that energy in the afternoon if you needed to do something. If you just enjoy a cup of coffee, then do it at 10 o'clock. Then wait, then wait. If you've got that brain fog, if you've got that, oh, can't get out of bed sort of feeling, then we've talked about this before, haven't we, Chris, where, you know, what is, when was your last meal or what was your last drink or, you know, your liver's still detoxifying overnight leaving you feeling really pretty crappy so you, it's not the wake up get the coffee thing it's like what happened in the last 24 hours or or more right our so, brain shrinks three quarters of an inch every night when we sleep from dehydration and detoxification if we don't get up in the morning and give it some minerals like yeah. sea salt and things like that in water yeah. i usually yeah. get up and have two glasses of water sea salt and i do my um my morning supplements that i do and i do niacin every morning if somebody has a mental problem I would, yes. I would start to include more and more niacin. And what about those people that, that do the alarm, the four alarms, the snooze, the, this, the, that, I mean, that just, that can't be good for your brainwaves. If somebody listens to me off and they're going to hear that alarms should be outlawed, um, <laughs> what they do to the nervous system, they light up the nervous system. If you're going to use an alarm, find something that will play some nice music, maybe that will wake you up better yet. Find one of those new alarms that wakes you up to light. If you can think about back in ancient times, you know, we got up with the sun. So just to wrap up the, the mental health thing. So there's different brain waves that are going on in a state of depression versus anxiety. Is there yes. or the depressed brain is going to be highly. That's that Delta brain I'm talking about. Okay. We did a study with Googlers. They were the top producers with Julia. Arndt. She's a high performance coach. Yeah. And we had them do brain tap, but we had them do a series of battery of tests first because we were tracking it for research sure. and we didn't tell them, but 70% of them were clinically depressed. These were the high performers at the really? end of the study. Yes. They didn't even know it. And that's true with most people. They don't know they're depressed. They don't know they're anxious. They don't. And what happens is it, boom, it happens. Yeah. They're functioning one day. They're not the next, but the great resignation is happening today because people are recognizing that they're not fulfilled. They're not happy. They're not they're satisfied. Not Things aren't happening, happening for them. So when we showed them with, with BrainTap, yep. actually they improved their scores over 60% during the, during the six-week study, but yep. we were actually able to also help them get 19% more efficiency, which is almost impossible. I thought, I go, these are the top performers. I don't know if we can help. You know, it's like, how do you improve on an A student? Right, but right. because Google actually records every keystroke and everything like that, you know, they could oh. actually measure it. Wow. All right. So talking about optimizing yourself, if we can, um, I, I'm aware of your time, so I don't want to, I don't want to go keep going too long, but um, you know, you do, you brought up biohacking. I've talked about that over the past few episodes since episode 125, just introducing listeners to all of this. We talked about the red and the near infrared light box. Is there something, I know you've got a, a biohacking conference coming up, um, yeah. a virtual conference, which I have signed up for. So that's tremendous. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that very much. And so you're, I can imagine 
but you tell me uh, that using BrainTap is a number one way for biohacking. But let's just hear some of your tips. About well, that. I think it, it can't be the only thing. No, I mean, no, obviously. So what we do is if you came to visit us here in New Bern, North Carolina, yep. I could take you through a 17 station biohacking lab that would blow your mind because a lot of it is wow. stuff I invented that is not available because it was too expensive, but right. we can't get rid of it. <laughs> so right. still, still, <laughs> so you still have able through it. Nicely done. <laughs> but I think that uh, one thing you need to do more than anything else is we need to get our brain right. That's why like Dave Asprey, Jim Quick, all those yep. all those people that are out there are using BrainTap is because they realize that it's kind of like the icing on the cake. And just we just published a paper that um, we're going to be presenting again in September to the Life University uh, a chiropractor in Michigan took every high school student that got a concussion from cheerleaders to football players. And mm-hmm. for one year, they ran through a study. And at the end, when they returned to play a year from there, they went back and did neurological testing. 50% of them got brain tap at the end of their training. They didn't use it at home. They didn't get the app. They didn't do anything. They just used it during therapy. A year later, when we did the test, this is this is going to be published now. It's it's actually already available on Amazon in our published papers. But right. the uh, we showed a thirty to seventy percent neurological improvement across the board for anyone using brain tap. So whatever you do at the end of it, do brain tap because everything you're doing is going to stress out the brain. So we need to get the brain back balanced again, so it can then we want to stress out the brain, but then we mm-hmm. want to relax the brain. The biggest thing people are missing in biohacking, in my thought, and that's why we're so involved with it, is yeah. recovery. Mm-hmm. Most people don't take the time to recover. We're we're still stuck in that mode of 70s and 80s where we go, 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 get it, get and it, get it. Stop. So really, brain tap could be used, um, whether it's headphones or it's the unit, really for anything from uh, any sort of mental health type disorders, I would imagine even an eating disorder. Yeah. Yeah. We have, we have programs for eating disorders uh, as well as from being overweight to, you know, having bulimia. We just finished a session called overcoming overwhelm for people with long haulers and things like that, that because their body just can't function anymore. I mean, they, whether it happened with the vaccine or not, or it happened through just having COVID, the body's not clearing those things out. It's just like anything else. Some people will clear out faster than others. And we need to help them with that. Yep. Well, we learned in my DNA analysis that I don't clear things out very quickly. So (laughs) I definitely, I'm going to put my hand up on that one. I definitely need help on that, that front. Well, can you share just to, to finish off of your favorite success story? Let's say you've quoted many, uh, many studies and things like that, but there's got to be a story that really touched your heart. There's been a lot that were personal ones with people losing weight and stopping smoking things. But the one that which is relatively new that blew me away was um, he was being interviewed on uh, ESPN, Corey Anderson. Mm-hmm. And they asked him, you know, you, you knocked this guy out in 42 seconds. What happened? He said, well, I was in my, in the locker room before this, before the match, listening to my brain tap. And I was listening to step in the spotlight of my life. And at 42 seconds, I saw myself knocking the guy out and he walked out in the ring and knocked the guy out. So wow. we have a lot of boxers now. So I think that, you know, it's just proof that if you, if you can visualize it, you can realize it, you know, you can, yeah. you, you can make in whether it be, I mean, we have hundreds of stories. Uh, if they go out there and hit hashtag brain tap, they're going to see one of the stories they'll see on there. That's really cool is the, the exchange student for American pie, the movie. Uh, one of our doctors sold her a brain tap and without us knowing it, she went on and did a three minute video. So I've been doing this almost every night. Um, sometimes I fall asleep, sometimes I don't. Sometimes I wake up right at the end. And what's cool is that you've got the the meditation within it, but you also have some background influences that are working on your subconscious. So I just think it's this really cool thing that I'm going to use for a very long time. And every time friends come over, I kind of make them do it. Um, and then they get cooked. Wow. So, well, I mean, you are having impact. And yeah. I probably imagine you're very, very close to your goal of a million people. And through coming on Eat This with Leanne, you've touched, you know, many, many more lives. So thank you so much for your brilliance. Thank you so much for your research. Thank you so much for everything that you do and and sharing. I will in the show notes, 
um, on the podcast platforms and also on leannephillipson.com. Put some links there for you to be able to just download some of the, you know, download the app. You can do that as, um, as Patrick has said. And then also, if you want to use the headset, give that a try. I'm definitely going to give it a shot and stick it on my daughter, <laughs> whether she likes it or not. She's 16. There could be some resistance there. <laughs> Mom, not another thing again, you know, that sort of thing. And, and I'll report back. Thank you so very much for taking the time to talk to us today. And yeah, we just, I'm so glad that this will also help you reach your goal of supporting a billion people out there. So thank you. Well, thank you. It's great to be here. Thanks. So we did mention about when Dr. Barkenshire said about his experience, Chris, on the plane in episode 127, he was talking about pain and just, you know, his flight. We brought that up already, but, you know, it's always nice to hear stories from other people. And I think we've just, all of us have just learned like a million stories from the influence of light and sound. Oh yeah. I mean, just absolutely incredible. Yeah, there's no way to pull one thing from that. So just uh, no. basically just keep it in the, the hard drive of your phone. Definitely a download, save and re-listen. Yep. Yep. Now, you know, because this is called Eat This, I'm just going to very quickly highlight some of the foods. So we already know, you've heard me say it a million times, sugar, not great. Probably one of the worst things for your brain along with alcohol. Definitely detrimental to the brain. Blah, Depressive blah, or- blah, yes, don't I know. It, I don't know. drink. Don't eat Depressive, anything fun. De- Depressive <laughs> disorders and sugar. <laughs> Processed food, most packaged foods. They're just, honestly, they're just not great for your brain. So yep. start el- elbowing them out. Get more of those greens in there, those colorful fruits and vegetables, those berries, cherries, beets, zucchinis, I don't know, peppers, green beans, sugar snap peas from the market the other day, got some beautiful plums and peaches and oh gosh, they're so delicious. And really as much as you possibly can try and get organic or as minimal sprays as possible, because that is actually neurotoxic meaning, meaning to your brain and to your nervous system. There's some supplements always if you're not really at a place where you're getting everything from food, then try out my Take This by Leanne uh, Kid Boost so that your brain acts more like you were when you were a kid. You need some extra magnesium bisglycinate, liposome B complex, which has B6 and B12 for your methylation, just a really key biochemical process to help your detoxification, all your body systems and all of that. And then also the essential fats from omega-3s. So that clean fish, eat your avocado, or you know you can also take um, Omega Boost, which is a part of my line, my foundational line of supplements. And then Dr. Uh, Dr. Uh, name Dr. Porter, Porter. I was going to say Patrick. Dr. Porter, please edit that out. Um, Dr. Porter also talked about the, the gut-brain access. So really making sure that you've got a handle on the microbiome, as many good bugs as possible, and not as many of the bad bugs. So that comes in the form of possibly taking BioBoost, which is another one of my line, but also really just taking out as much sugar as you possibly can is the first step in in cleaning up your gut. If you do have some booze, try and stick to the cleaner spirits, not mix it with, you know, a soda pop, but maybe just soda water, eat tons more fiber, your gut bugs love it, and really just start taking that that probiotic or check out the biohacking bundle on spurtright.com because I started that one in episode 125 and people are absolutely loving it. Now, over on uh, SproutWrite, sorry, over on LeannePhillipson.com, if you're actually interested in checking out BrainTap for yourself, then then I've got a couple of links there. Whether you want the the unit itself, it does retail at $647, that's US dollars. There's a, a link for some app bundles there as well, which you can get, or you can actually just try it out with a 15-day gift. They've given me a link specifically for Eat This listeners, so you can check it out with that. Now, I'm definitely going to dive into that 21-day series that Patrick just just spoke about over the next... I'm going to start it on the two weeks, Chris, while we're off, because we're both going to take some downtime. Chris, you've got some time coming up with your family, haven't you? You're going to go away and hit a lovely beach to maybe get those sounds, are you? That's the plan. Yeah. You know what? We're actually thinking about taking a hot air balloon ride, too. 
<gasps> which might be a whole other kind of experience when you kind of get above the noise. Yeah. Excellent. I love it. So we are shutting down for a couple of weeks. Anyone listening to the podcast, there will still be shows. Uh, Chris is going to magic those up for our radio, regular radio show. And during these two weeks, I'm going to really notice myself too. And when I get out sailing a little bit more, I'm going to commit to doing the morning and the evening uh, brain tap on the app. I don't have the headset. I'm going to, I'm going to try out just what he said. You don't need the, the, uh, you don't need the headset as well as um, the the headphones. Yeah, the whole the whole unit. So I'm going to give this a try. If it takes a little bit longer, like he said, that's absolutely fine. So thank you so much to the brilliance of Dr. Porter, to all the guests that we've had on since January. And if we're calling this a whole season, I guess this is like, we just keep going normally. We don't have seasons, do we really, Chris? We just decided, okay, we talk about shutting down for a little while so much. We, we, we implore you to really take care of yourselves. And then we realize, actually, we need to do that for ourselves too. <laughs> right yeah exactly so we're gonna recoup we're gonna just you know find other things to to do give ourselves some space and just really see what unfolds thank you so much to all of our lovely loyal listeners for showing up to better your brain better yourself be an inspiration to all of those around you i'm truly grateful that you that you're here that you've subscribed that you download that you rate the podcast and really especially show up for yourself and take the time to listen so thanks as always for being along. Head over to leannephillipson.com, spreadright.com. Follow me on all, also those social media channels for more information. We'll see you in a couple of weeks. And of course, please remember to eat this one mouthful at a time.